Hello everybody, how you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. And today we're back with Rumi and we're going to be looking at a section called The Darkness. And in this section he references silence, which is one of my favorite things to think about. I'm actually writing about it in my dissertation a little bit. I think making time, especially in our modern world, for deliberate and constructive silence is really important. I'm reminded of like certain spaces when I think of silence. I'm reminded of certain practices when I think of silence, like prayer. I'm reminded of, you know, being like at the beach and just sort of being with your own thoughts and being with the sounds of nature, kind of being like a mode of silence in a sense. I think silence doesn't necessarily have to be absolute silence, although it could be. And I think even that type of silence might be really difficult to obtain um, outside of using like noise canceling headphones, right? It's hard to maybe get some silence. But I think there's sort of a way of being in silence. And we can really think about this a lot with our modern daily lives, right? Where we're constantly consuming things. We're constantly listening to stuff. We're constantly looking at stuff on our phones. And this section actually came to me today um, as I was flipping through the book and speaks to something I actually wrote in my morning like uh, self-writing. I realize I'm spending a little too much time scrolling on social media. I'm trying to use LinkedIn a lot recently. And I like LinkedIn. I like that I can find articles and then post something, maybe add to a little bit, give a book suggestion, this or that. But I found that scrolling on it is not good for me. And I also find that as I'm using Instagram more, which I've used Instagram in the past before and I've had this problem, so I'm a little bit disappointed in myself actually. Um, but it's addictive, right? It's designed to be addictive quite literally. So I'm not immune to that. And it's likely the case that most of us are not immune to that. And I just find that when I start my day and I'm too quick to go to the phone, and even if I don't do that, right, even if I wake up, you know, do my, my writing, go work out, maybe just put music on and like leave the phone somewhere and just put music on my headphones to work out, which is usually what I do. I even find that I'm just spending too much time scrolling throughout the day in general. So I'm not doing too bad at starting my day, but I find that throughout the day and even, you know, instead of getting ready to go to sleep, I'll start scrolling on LinkedIn or start scrolling on Instagram. And I think that scrolling feature is probably problematic in a lot of ways. I'm not going to go off in that direction. But either way, what I think Rumi's suggesting here is the important, or he's suggesting that we consider the importance of silence and the importance of rest. And I think there's another great section of this book that he talks about fasting. And I'll probably talk about that uh, in the next couple days. And I think we need to establish healthy fasting practices and to be in silence. Again, maybe that for you is walking in a park. Maybe that for you is sitting with headphones on and playing instrumental music. Maybe that for you is just putting your phone in a different room and just sitting in a chair and just looking out the window for a little bit, right? We need these things in our lives. And again, I'm defining silence roughly as just a lack of consumption, right? So I wouldn't say reading is silence per se, although you can read in, you know, read in silence as we normally conceive of it. And maybe that's a practice that works for you. But I just think this conversation that Rumi presents today is asking us to consider how much we're consuming, how we can at least make times during our day um, regularly where we're not doing those things, right? where we create at least a higher degree of silence. And the word he uses is inertia, which is great, right? It's, it's the importance of taking time to be restful throughout the day, not just when we're sleeping, right? And to have practices like this. So let's read this. The darkness. Night cancels the business of the day. Inertia recharges the mind. 
So I'm going to start there. I'm going to start there for a second, right? What are your recharge practices? What are the things that tend to, let's say, tax your mind, tax your energy a lot? Right? Because he's giving us, I think, an interesting piece of advice here. Right? Inertia recharges the mind, which is to say we need some inertia because we need to recharge. Right? He says, then the day cancels the night and inertia disappears in light. Though we sleep and rest in the dark, doesn't the dark contain the water of life? Be refreshed in the darkness. Doesn't a moment of silence restore beauty to the voice? Opposites manifest through opposites. So we need to make time to strike balance is also what this is saying. Right, so a day of constantly reading emails, a day of constantly being in meetings, we might need to consider how we can populate our daily lives with recharging practices, right? And again, I think silence is one example of that. Shutting off or closing or putting our devices away, another example of that, I think. And we need to be conscious of this because ultimately we have to relate to this technology in a way that doesn't make us more anxious, more depressed, lonelier. And the unfortunate reality is there's a lot of research to suggest that it's doing all of those things to a lot of us. So a way to, you know, handle this, I'm not going to suggest that you don't use a laptop or that you don't go on social media at all because I don't know if that's really a realistic suggestion, especially the first one, right? But the second one, maybe. Maybe get off social media. But let's say that's not something you're willing to consider, right? Okay. Then I would suggest, like, you know, like what Lumi is saying here, we need to repopulate some of our days with other practices that help us cultivate the things, the calmness, Right, the sense of being able to be with ourselves, to be by ourselves, doesn't mean that we're lonely, right? Which is for me, the implication there is, you want to have good ways of Marcus Aurelius would say winnowing or controlling your thoughts. That comes with practice. You don't practice that when you're just consuming shit on your phone constantly, right? So we need to make times where there is inertia, and we could even define that maybe as where we're not being responsive to the external world. That's a good way to define inertia. Right When you are cut off from the outside world, that's a healthy thing to have, at least sometimes. Right, I'm not saying to go live on a mountaintop and like you not know, talk to anybody. That's not the move necessarily. But I do think if we have little mini moments of that or you know, little mini stretches of time throughout our days where, again, we're disconnected to use a kind of a modern word here. Um, I think that's the type of inertia that Rumi is sort of alluding to here. Another idea comes from Dr. Cal Newport that I really like that he talks about like a shutdown ritual. Every day we need a ritual. We need to ritualize the laptop closes, the phone goes over here, right? Maybe we pick up a book. The shutdown ritual is something he suggests we do every night before we go to sleep and as a way to punctuate our work. And I think we can even carry it out throughout the day, you know, where it's okay, you know what, I'm going to break for lunch. I'm shutting down right now. <clears throat> I'm not going to go on social media, right? I'm putting, again, I'm putting my phone in a specific place. I'm putting on a certain type of music. I'm, you know, I'm going to sit down to eat. Part of eating for a lot of people might involve some type of gratitude practice. Some might call that prayer. I think you could do that in a very secular way, right? You take a minute to look at your food. You take a minute to be grateful for your food and see if there's something important in front of you. And you're not distracted while you're doing it. And maybe that's not during lunch every day. Maybe that's, if you're doing it zero times now, maybe that's once a week. You start adding it in, see how it feels. To have a silent lunch, again, just a lunch where you're eating, 
You're not looking at your phone. You're not looking at your laptop. You're not talking to anybody. Try that. Then try lunch where you're not looking at your laptop or your phone, and then you are talking to somebody, but you stay off your phone. Right? These are all just different suggestions, but I think it kind of, or they all fall under this umbrella for Rumi of inertia and silence and the importance of these things in our lives to lead a peaceful life where we're not constantly exhausted, we're not constantly stressed. How can we create silence and learn to pause and step away from the calls of the external world on a regular basis? It shouldn't just be one week a year on vacation and we don't get that anymore either, right? Because our phones are, are always with us. I am guilty of checking my email on vacation for work stuff. I'm guilty of doing work on vacation. And again, maybe the conversation isn't going away for a week and I'm not going to do any work at all. All right. But can we make time today? Can we make time on that vacation to practice some inertia, practice some silence, and really let ourselves enjoy the process of inertia to get recharged? Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening. Also, I mentioned Instagram. This is a little bit ironic. But if you are on Instagram, maybe some of the quotes I share will be helpful. So it's philosophy as therapy underscore and why. Again, I think we can live with these technologies if we create recharge practices. And I think that even following certain people, hopefully this is an example, um, might be helpful. Right? They might provide something positive. I don't think our experience with technology has to be only negative. Obviously, right? I'm doing this. So see if you want to follow the Instagram. Hopefully it'll be helpful. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.